listening to the Women's Online Wellness Podcast, a podcast all about your health and wellness issues that affect you every day. We want to educate, entertain, and maybe make you giggle a little along the way. No annoying statistics or jargon here, just information you can use every day to be healthier, happier, and less boring. All right, here's your host, OBGYN Dr. Ron Eaker. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Women's Wellness Podcast. Dr. Ron Eaker here, and I'll be your host for the next, what, maybe 10, 15 minutes. So stick around. There might be some fun things that you might learn and hopefully begin to apply on a daily basis. Today's topic is five dumb things that are making you gain weight. Now, I can be pretty confident in calling that dumb things because I have succumbed to those same things myself. So I'm not throwing any stones here. I've actually made these mistakes along the way. So please take that in consideration as we go through. Listen, there's nothing like a good myth to screw things up. For example, growing up, I was told that manual labor built character. Needless to say, my dad harped on that every Saturday when the grass needed to be cut. Now, I know that's horse poo-poo. The only thing that mowing the lawn on Saturday morning built when my friends were out playing baseball, was resentment. Then there was this myth that if you work hard, you'll get ahead. While that might hold true for some in certain situations, I remember this guy from grade school, Dean Grabowski. He was an ignoramus, and he was my childhood neighbor, but he got an Estes rocket launcher kit for Christmas, and he never worked a hard day in his life. I got socks. And that was after cutting fields and fields of grass. So he got a cool rocket. I got socks. Really, I think it was only because his dad was a proctologist and they had the nicest house in the neighborhood. But anyway, there are many myths regarding food and nutrition that do more harm than good. In fact, they can be downright lard collectors. So let's take a stroll through five misunderstandings that can put on the pounds if not disavowed. Number one. A calorie is a calorie is a calorie. Now, I have to tell you, even being a bastion of medical knowledge, I used to believe this myth myself. It turns out that a calorie of protein is handled very differently by the body than, say, a calorie of carbohydrate or fat. What you eat is just as important as how much you eat. In fact, many times what you eat is even more important than how much you eat. Now, that's not to say the calories don't matter. They absolutely do. You can eat 5,000 calories of proteins and still be overweight and terminally constipated, by the way. So don't misunderstand. Just remember that in your body, food is metabolized very differently in the lab. Many of you who have gotten some education on nutrition are aware of the studies illustrating that fat had nine calories per gram when it was burned, protein four and carbohydrates four. Well, that's correct when you're doing it in a calorimeter on a laboratory study, but that's not how it happens in the body. Even the cost of metabolizing certain foods is different. So a calorie is not a calorie is not a calorie. They're not all the same. And it really behooves you to learn the difference in how it's metabolized and the effect that it has on your body. In simple terms, increase your protein, 
decrease your your saturated and your trans fats and decrease your carbohydrates. Number two, eating eggs increases your bad cholesterol. Now, I think this was propagated by those radical chicken lovers who equate eating eggs with ingesting poison. The reality is that eggs contain excellent protein and vitamins that can be a valuable component of a healthy diet. Of course, if you have eggs for every meal, you're not only be thought of as being really weird, but you might have some health issues anyway. So everything in moderation. The bottom line is very little what we consume food-wise is directly correlated to blood cholesterol levels. So have that egg over easy and relax. That's one of the biggest myths that have been propagated ever since the 1950s, is that our dietary intake of cholesterol directly correlated with our blood level of cholesterol. We know now that's just not the case. Again, the way the body metabolizes foods that contain cholesterol actually oftentimes breaks that cholesterol into smaller fats called fatty acids and they get reused in a completely different fashion. So there's not a very close correlation between dietary cholesterol and blood level cholesterol. The next myth, red meat is the devil's dessert. Okay, that might be a little melodramatic, but many people feel that red meat is akin to a slow suicide. While some fatty meats do have their nutritional challenges, lean red meats contain protein, iron, zinc, B vitamins, and amino acids that are all essential for a healthy diet. And if you're trying to lose weight, remember that six ounces of beef will provide as much protein as three and a half cups of beans and a lot less calories. Again, I go back to this same mantra everything in moderation. There is no super bad food, well, maybe except Twinkies, and there's not a super food. We've been given this tremendous cornucopia of foods to choose from for a reason, because a balanced diet is by far the healthiest diet. You'll hear me say this all the time, that the best diet is one that's low in sugar, low in fat, high in fiber, and balanced. If you follow those simple rules themselves, you really can improve your health and your longevity. The next one, honey is a healthy sugar. Unlike a calorie, sugar is sugar. Now sugar is one of those broad terms that covers an umbrella of a variety of different substances ranging from glucose to fructose. Sucrose table sugar is a combination of glucose and fructose. And then you see uh, galactose, a lot of these what we call simple sugars or monosaccharides combine to form disaccharides. And these form long chains called starches. Well, the bottom line is they all are broken down into the body into its basic components, which is oftentimes glucose. And that's what we really refer to when we talk about sugars. Yeah, some sugars, when they're paired with a lot of fiber, are easier on the body's blood sugar level. For example, a potato, which is a starch, a carbohydrate, it's broken down into its components of glucose very rapidly because there's not a whole lot of fiber in the potato itself. So it shoots up the blood sugar fairly rapidly. You get a rapid rise in insulin levels. That rapid rise in insulin levels, in turn, 
turns off the fat burning enzymes and turns on the fat storage enzymes. So anytime you have a spike in your sugar, whether it's from a high glycemic starch like a potato or just eating a ding-dong or ho-ho or Twinkie, it's going to work against you from the standpoint of weight management. And honey, that's just a, another term for sugar. And then finally, and this one made me the most sad, red wine is healthy before bed. Yes, that's a myth. That's not a statement of truth. Now, I cried when I read about this myth. Then I realized it was not so much a slam on red wine as it was on the timing. Studies indicate that a glass of red wine at dinner may provide antioxidants and some cardiovascular benefit, but having one before bed to relax and to help you with sleep will actually oftentimes work just the opposite. As your body metabolizes alcohol, sleep can become fragmented, leading to wake up multiple times throughout the night, which can lead to everything from weight gain to brain fog to fatigue. So the bottom line with these myths is become an educated consumer. You know, we are so lambasted on a daily basis with information, oftentimes from questionable sources. So you have to be Thank a, you for a listening to the Women's Online consumer, Wellness Podcast. Like you would to join the conversation, a lot of time access show notes, shopping and discover for a bonus new content. Inch join our private Facebook community by sending a request to Women's Online Wellness. So you have wellness. to be a critical If you enjoyed today's episode and want nutrition. to hear more, just head so over to iTunes you and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. For questions about the podcast or to get more information, Email Dr. Eager at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time, choose to be healthy. And until next time, make healthy choices.